where it's like, I want to be there to support you, but I also like am rooting on future you yeah. who's not with that man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> when it's not a good relationship for you, you know? Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Vulnerable. I am your host, Chelsea Vaughn. And today we have a very warm, energy, fun episode. Mackenzie and Malia are here in the studio with me. They are sisters, not twins, sisters. They're um, one year apart and they have grown their TikTok following to over 4 million, which is insane. Um, but after meeting them, I totally understand why. They are so well-spoken and poised and energetic and fun to be around. And they do a lot of like curly natural hair content, um, sister content, just like day in the life, makeup content, fashion. And they have an amazing following now. And we just really talked about, I mean, I was just getting to know them at first, just their story growing up and how they started on TikTok and everything. Um, but we also touched on some of the most Googled relationship questions. So they literally just launched a podcast called Big Sis Energy. And it sounds like it's going to be a similar vibe to kind of what I like to do, which is just give advice, be real. Um, they described it as a slumber party, like giving advice to someone who they consider like a little sister, like some of their followers. So I kind of wanted for us, the three of us, to give advice to. So we used the most Googled relationship questions and we all took a turn giving our opinion on what we thought the answer should be. So that was a really fun segment. And, you know, of course we got vulnerable at the end as well, but these two ladies are adorable and I loved having them. I think you guys are gonna enjoy the episode. So here is Mackenzie and Malia. Okay, we have Mackenzie and Malia in the Vulnerable Studio today. Welcome, okay. guys. Hello. Thank, Thank you, you so much having for us. having oh us. Oh, my God, of course. I'm so happy you could come in person. It's so much better than virtual. I know. I know. I'm like, here we are. You can actually like, feel the City. energy in everything, <laughs> yes. you know? Your first time in New York. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, happy birthday. Thank, Thank you. Oh I am gosh. a fellow Virgo, so Hi. I love having Virgo queens in the studio. I oh. saw that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, because we keep meeting Virgo women. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening here, because I don't really know that much about astrology yeah okay but i'm but like i feel like I we know. always vibe and connect with virgos which yeah. is funny because i'm like yeah. we're virgos too no i do too i love a virgo friend <laughs> i always surround myself with them if i can <laughs> just so everyone knows they are not twins we're not we're twins not it's but you crazy. did just have a birthday and your birthdays are one day apart right yes. actually yes we're gonna have a birthday so oh, okay uh, september 7th 02 and then september 8th 03 so she's a year and a day Younger than me. Yes. So <laughs> yes. People are like, you guys are twins for a day, but she's she's two years older than me for a day. Yeah. So that's what it is. I know. It's crazy. I'm like, and our parents swore that they didn't plan that either. I was so. going to ask. I'm like, is your mom a planner? Appar no, apparently not. So that is so funny. But both Virgos. Yes. yes. I love yeah. having Virgos in the house. Um, so my favorite segment, I mean, my first segment, what am I talking about? Um, it's called What's Going Vaughn. And I just ask, like, what's something that's going on in your life right now that you're really excited about? Oh my gosh, I feel like everything. I, <laughs> yes. It's funny, like the past three months for us has have been insane. Yeah. Like all of a sudden we were super slow and then out of nowhere, we just got super booked and busy. Like we were just on a billboard, which I don't even believe that. Like <laughs> still don't what, believe that. What, what the heck is going on? Um, it was in like, it was very surreal actually seeing it in person because we saw 
some clips before we went out to LA. Yeah. Like seeing the billboard and I was like, what the heck? But then actually seeing it in person, I was like. I shed some tears. Aww. Malia has a picture of me like blotting out my concealer because we had to take pictures in front of the billboard. <laughs> she was like in front and of I'm the like, tripod. Oh my God. Like I just could not believe that. I, I think it's kind of like a dream that I never dreamt because yeah. I never yeah. really anticipated or thought that we would ever do something like this, especially with curly hair because yes, yeah. we partnered with a curly hair brand and we did a campaign with them. And I just, my younger self, we always straightened our hair. So I feel like, you know, 14 year old <laughs> Kenzie is looking at this right now and being like, for one, you're on a billboard. What the, what the heck? And then two, you're wearing your natural, like curly yeah. hair on the billboard, which is just, it's still really crazy to me and it still doesn't feel real at all. So that's that's what's going, <laughs> that's on. What's that's going, going that's on. That's what's going on. I love the play on words. That's so cute. <laughs> that's so cute. Um, that's a pretty good one, I'd say. <laughs> no, I love that because I like grew up probably similar to you guys because I think my manager mentioned. Yes. Um, but I always straightened my hair. Like I was so embarrassed to go outside with my natural hair. Like mm. so embarrassed to like get in the pool or like you know have anyone see what it actually really looks like or whatever. Right. right. And you guys have like a lot of your content is based on your hair. If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, you need to to see their hair right now. First of all, Thank it's you. in twists. It's amazing. <laughs> Love the blonde. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so how does it feel now to have a platform kind of centered around your hair? It's, it's honestly amazing. It's yeah. very empowering, I feel like, because we also got to do a meet and greet with the brand and we got to meet all of the girls that like said that they struggled with curly hair. Yeah. And that was literally me when I was in high school. Like, yeah. it's crazy to say that like we have been able like to help people and like even they take the tips that we've learned and like it's helped their hair yeah and obviously like everyone's hair is different but it's just cool that like we have a platform to do that and also like we literally learned how to do our hair on youtube yeah so it's like we got to learn from other girls on youtube and like get their tips and now and we get to give the tips to other people yeah. and maybe if someone's struggling we can help them struggle a little less you know yeah. I feel like yeah. that's, that's the main goal and i think the people that comment that say that they never wore their natural hair and now that they do because they see our videos, like it, it literally makes me want to cry. I'm like, yeah. it's just, it's so, I feel like growing up in a place where everyone else had straight hair, you just don't want to be different. Yeah. And growing up yeah. and becoming into like who you actually are, I feel like my natural hair was part of that journey for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah me too. Cause no. we, we stopped straightening our hair like sophomore year. Of high school. We went through the yeah. whole like frying our hair phase <laughs> curling iron with straightening iron and yeah. like for like years and then once we finally put it down it was like okay we're gonna learn this and like stick to it, it was and a I, process, was like, I was dedicated it oh, was I'm a sure. process though didn't look good for the first two <laughs> yeah, years that was so. the hardest part was like making it look good while it was like stringy and dead yeah. which was actually just a messy bun that's <laughs> yeah, how pretty it much. looked good okay, pretty well, much. you guys were at least like somewhat ahead of the game like sophomore year in high school like it i wasn't I, end of college is when I finally like let go of the straightener. Okay. And then my sister, I have an older sister. She went natural um, before I did. And then like I kind of started learning from her and like where she was going, what she was doing, what products she was using. Um, and then, well, she's still doing that. I, I quit. Like, <laughs> it was turkey. just, you, yeah, I shaved my head. Um, and it that was so all, cute, oh, thank you. You rock so it. Cute. You rock it. Oh my gosh. I mean, it's growing out now. I'm trying to like grow it out long enough to get braids. Oh. But um, I'm having struggles again because I'm just like, I forgot how hard this was. And I'm in that like stage where it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. It looks really bad. Um, the professional help. Yeah, the in-between yeah. space. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it's just like what you guys are doing is, is 
genuinely so important and I don't have hair. I, my hair is nothing like you guys's, but still like seeing you pop up on my page and like my for you page and just Aww. like doing your natural hair. And like, even when you like went to the beauty supply store, I picked up your packs of hair. Like when, when I was growing up, like I'm not that much older than you guys, but like <laughs> a bit, um, nobody was doing that. Like, unless I was specifically searching for it on YouTube, I guess, but right, like right. it would have been one girl perhaps. Yeah. Like, and now there's so much like beautiful, natural curly hair content. I love it. Um, and then like, like you were saying, like you're getting a little emotional. Like when I was on The Bachelor, like the people that reached out to me, the ones that like really touched my heart were like, I've never seen like anyone with short hair on this show. Like just to see you on oh. national television, like a show this big and like rocking your natural hair, like your shaved head, like you inspired me to shave my head. Like people would send me pictures oh of like gosh. them shaving their head for the first time. It was just like crazy. That's or like so cool. people that had, were going through chemo and they're like, you inspired me to like, Wow. Where, where, like wear my hair out and I'm just like oh my god that's wow. so beautiful and so impactful um so I love that you guys are oh doing that on a huge scale because you have so many eyeballs on you on both of your platforms oh, <laughs> thank you I'm like I think that's the be most beautiful part of social media in general yeah. is being able to especially if you grow up in a place where you don't see people that look like you you get to see people that look like you on social media even yeah. if you don't know them face to face and I feel like that is inspiring to other people, but also to Malia and I. And that's, like she said, how we learned how to do our curly hair. Yeah. It's like you no never one know, else had it. You never know the impact that, like, you have on people. Like, yeah. even with having short hair, like, you just, you probably didn't even realize, like, what impact that would have on others, you know? Definitely did not. Like, and they aired a conversation I had about my hair on the show. And I was, like, really surprised by that because I was like, oh, they're probably not going to air that. They're going to cut it, whatever. And they actually aired it. Oh, wow. Um, and that just, like, made such a big impact and made me so happy that like so many people were touched by it that's awesome though yeah um there was something else going on with you guys your podcast big yes <laughs> oh my gosh i think oh i'm just so excited because it just launched on sunday yeah so september 3rd it was like literally was the first episode first episode congratulations thank, thank you big sis energy guys you have to go listen to their podcast thank you what, what? um how like what's your favorite part about being podcasters oh my gosh i mean i feel like we're just kind of like getting into it dipping yeah. our toes and in the water yeah, dipping our toes in the water because it's like we didn't realize how much goes into it like you know like <laughs> booking the studio going and filming and then editing and then making real content and all yeah. of that but like i think we're so inspired and like excited to start it just because it's a lot different from like short form content mm. and i feel like a lot of people they see our personalities but it's not like they really know us and i think it's cool because we can open up and just have authentic genuine conversations with everyone and we kind of like describe it as a slumber party like yeah. we want it to be a slumber party with the girls and just hang out and like hopefully give people our advice or like two cents on like what we've been through yeah so but it's cool the big, sis, open the big sis vibe the big, big sis, sis vibes Malia yes Malia is my big sister yeah yeah but we kind of grew up as twins because we were homeschooled our mom's like oh. let's just put you guys in the same grade I'll teach you guys the same stuff so we and we're literally a year apart yes yeah. so we grew up in the same grade in oh. elementary school high school so we had all the same friends yeah basically twins so we kind of went through life together in the sense that we were the oldest in the family out of four kids okay yeah um and we were like we didn't really have a big sister role model. Yeah. yeah. And we almost wanted to be that for the people that listen and follow along with us that we're besties with. <laughs> I'm like, we wanted to be that that big sister that we wish we had when we were 14. Or even now, I feel like we even like interviewing people that are a little bit older than us and have maybe advice to, you know, where we are, are at right now in yeah. our 20s and yeah. like taking on our 20s and just having like genuine conversations about I feel like the transition from teenage girl 
to young adult mm. to like womanhood yeah. is such an interesting transition and it can be challenging for a lot of people. And I think we're kind of in that right now. Yeah. So it's a good, it's a good transition. <laughs> and it's funny too. I feel like we had to, we have two younger siblings and we kind of had to make the mistakes since we were the older ones. So they are learning from our mistakes. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, right. we never had that. Um, growing up because we just kind of had to figure it out on our own yeah and our parents were super strict and now I'm like you guys are lucky like our yeah. parents are a lot more like lenient on them but they also learned from our mistakes for sure. <laughs> totally I'm the baby of the family I'm the youngest of three and I reap all the benefits oh of my, my older siblings did. <laughs> like, thank you. like thanks guys <laughs> yeah um I listened to the first episode oh you guys killed it thank, thank you. you so oh my gosh. you guys are so good at speaking and like I feel like you come off a lot more. I don't know if you get this a lot, but like come off more mature than your age, 20 and 21. Like we do get that a lot, yeah. which I think is interesting. And I think there is a reason for that. I think it was getting taken out of school. We, yes. So yeah. our sophomore year of high school, we did online school. Okay. And we did online school from sophomore year to senior year because we actually got in trouble our freshman year. So yeah. we kind of like rebelled a little bit against our parents. Like we said, they were super strict. Uh, yeah. So we, we rebelled a little bit and then they were like, you're you're, you're done. done you're cut off from school <laughs> you're also, coming back we home were, we were very sheltered even growing up like we were homeschooled our whole life so yeah. we didn't really have a kind of like a view or a gauge on like the outside world mm. so when we went to public school it was kind of a culture shock we were, like, we were like whoa what is this <laughs> like we were very interested i feel like as kids are curious you know like yeah. it's just kind of what happens but yeah it's so funny <laughs> It was, they took us out of school and they're like, yeah, you're, you're done. So, so we started working at a daycare and all the women that we were around were a lot older than us. Okay. Yes, and we yeah. weren't around people our age or peers that were around our age anymore. So I think from that time period, you know, kind of working at a young age too, definitely put us in like a different direction. And that's even how we got started with content creation as well. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, think we would have done that. I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> we, I didn't know if you just like put up the TikTok camera one day and then also how did you decide to do it together? Because- I don't know. That's that's the crazy <laughs> story. So it was actually uh, 2019. It was it was summer 2019, right when TikTok right? started. Yeah, and I Smart. I remember downloading <laughs> the app, and then I was like, I got super addicted, and I was like, I don't know if I want to be on this, so I deleted it. And then Kenzie was like, You should make a dance video with me, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And then she was like, No, let's just do it. And I was like, Okay. So she convinced <laughs> me. We did a dance video, and it got like 60,000 views overnight. And yeah. we we're like, What? And then everyone thought we were twins too, so that was kind right. of like the grabber. And people were like, Wait, what? You're not twins. Um, but then we didn't really post consistently after that. Um, but I remember November of 2019. So three months ish. Yeah. Like three months later, we ended up posting another video and that one got like crazy views. Like, I think it was what? Like, like 5 million views. Oh my yeah. God. And it we, so we were freaking out. We were like, what? <laughs> we <We're famous>. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just like. I remember looking at the views, like we posted it and like right after I was like kept refreshing it and I was like, oh my gosh. And she's like, they just keep coming. And I was like, even that, like, cause so we duetted Charlie and Dixie and okay. the D'Amelios, they had a video and they're not twins, but at the time right. they looked very, very similar. Yeah. And I was like, Malia, we should duet them. Cause you know, we're not twins and we look similar. Um, so everyone commented like, Charlie and Dixie on dark mode. <laughs> everyone commented. Yeah. And we were like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, but then we were like, we could roll with this. Like we rolled right. the sister content and that's what we kind of stuck with for a while. Like we, everyone was just like baffled that we weren't twins. Yeah. Cause I mean, we look so similar, So similar. but, um, <laughs> and people were like, what you're a year and a day apart. That doesn't make sense. And like, we kind of rolled with that for a little bit and then people kind of got sick of, they're like, oh my gosh, like we know you're not twins anymore. And so we <laughs> kind of like, got it. <laughs> we're like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We still get comments to this day. Wait, you're not twins. So on we always have to like throw in like little comments here and there. We're like, oh yeah, we're not twins, you know, but. 
But uh, then we started getting into like the tutorial content, like beauty, hair, hair. stuff. Um, and that's when we started like our curly hair journey as well. Yeah. So we got to kind of like document it while we were starting TikTok. Yeah, which was really amazing. cool. Yeah, 2019. Wow, I, I was 15. Trailblazers. I was 15. Yeah, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 16. Wait, are yeah. you guys dancers or were you just like doing dance like TikTok? Oh, no, 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 I'm not a dancer. Don't, oh my don't gosh. Pull up the videos. Don't, <laughs> don't look pull back. Up the video. We'll get comments to this day. People will be like, is anyone here from 2023? And I'm like, do I have to y'all, delete this video? Y'all need to not do that. <laughs> oh my god, no, you can't delete it. It's like seriously iconic. humbling though. It's like, no, back. it is. It is humbling. I'm oh like, my god. wow. I love it. No, the first child. time a video goes viral, it's really like a crazy experience. Because you're just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, and you're and you're getting all this like attention and eyes that you've never had before because yeah. before TikTok, obviously we weren't really on social media. We also got kind of grounded from social media. So, which is <laughs> ironic because now we do it. It's our full time. Yeah. And I think it's funny because we always yeah. joke about that with our parents. Like, oh, we weren't allowed to have social media for so long. Yeah. And now it's like, our full -time we do job. it all the time and it's crazy. But that's the cool thing is you can meet people or meet people, quote unquote, um, that you would never meet that are cross country like, you know, you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so sweet. Um, how is it working with your sister? Because I have an Ooh. older sister. We're <laughs> three years apart. And we didn't really get along until like she moved out of the house. So like really? college. Really? Yeah. Okay. We were like sisters that butted heads. Okay. But okay. you guys are so clo close in age that I feel like it would go one way or the other. Clearly it went the best friend route. <laughs> um, but like how is it like you have to do everything together because you're in business together. Yes. Like, right. How's that? It definitely has its struggles for sure. Just because I mean – the nice thing is we grew up doing everything together, kind of like twins, because I only had a year by myself, you know? So I don't even remember that. That was a treacherous year for you. No, I'm just kidding. I was like a peaceful year. No, I'm just kidding. She's like, the last time I had peace. Yeah. <laughs> there no. was some quiet. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> no, but yeah, like we grew up kind of, I mean, we had twin beds, so we always shared a room growing up. Three so we were always like from each other. Apart, yeah, literally three feet apart from each other. But like, um, I think both of our personalities are kind of opposite in a way. Like I'm definitely a little bit more reserved and Kenzie's a little more outgoing, but I think because of that, we work so well together. Mm. Like she's definitely more business oriented and I am like terrible with numbers, terrible with business stuff. <laughs> so like for the first two years, she really took the reins on like answering emails and doing the admin work with like talking to brands and things like that. Um, and like negotiating stuff. Um, and then maybe I'm just like a little bit more creative, but she's also creative too. I feel like yeah. we definitely have different brains, but it kind of works, it works. nicely together. We definitely do butt heads sometimes, but I feel like we don't have any like screaming arguments where we're like, what, are, what the heck are you doing? We've never really fought. We do have conversations and like disagreements quite frequently. <laughs> it's usually because I don't like to bring it up in the moment because if I do, I'll get pissed. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, if I get pissed while we're filming this video, like <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, because then she gets super yeah. passive aggressive and I'm yeah. just like, and then I'm like, okay, let's, let's not film this today. <laughs> I'm like, That's what did I older do older sister wrong? energy right there. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to bring this up and we can talk about it later. Because <laughs> I feel like I, I'm the type of personality where I'd, I'd rather know in the moment because maybe I am just not self-aware while we're filming and I did piss her off. Yeah. I'd rather know so I can fix the problem. Right. And then I, I'm just looking at her and I'm like, I know she's mad at me, but what did I do this time? I'm like, hmm. But yeah, we, we definitely we definitely get along really well and yeah. we work really well together, which I think is such a blessing. It is. Because... Obviously, like we're best friends and we yeah. we live together, we work together. Um, it's a good time. But yeah. I there's definitely some struggles yes. on, on occasion. I sure. mean, there has to be. That's like working with your boyfriend or girlfriend too. It's right. like yes. I know some couples that like do a podcast together or oh like God. do content together. Yes. It's like if that is your full-time job, that's a lot of together. A lot. <laughs> Especially I don't I don't think I could ever do a relationship like content. Content Publicly, with yeah. somebody like friend. 
Shit. You have a boyfriend. I have She's a boyfriend. She's a boyfriend. Yes. Okay. I just, <laughs> yes. I just um, broke up with my boyfriend, actually. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. But, um, yeah. <laughs> my bad? No, like, no, 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 no. Don't feel bad. Um, we talked about yeah. it in one of our Yeah, episodes. we didn't talk about it a little yet, bit. But, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. this won't come out for a few weeks. You're good. You're good. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I feel like I could never do content, like, with my partner. Mm. I, f- I don't know. I, I feel like it would add such, like, a maybe stressful dynamic on top of, like, your re- I don't know. I, I mean, like, I know you were on... Yeah, this is my first time having a public relationship content boyfriend, I guess. Okay. Um, Because I've never dated anyone publicly. I didn't have any followers last time I had a boyfriend. Um, It's interesting. I think we're kind of both on the same page with it, though. Like, it's not like I'm like, every single thing we do, I need to set up the tripod and set up the phone and record all of our, like, special moments. (laughs) Um, Mine's very specific because we had to be in hiding for, like, a year before we could come out with a relationship. (laughs) Um, So I think while we were in that little hiding bubble, it was just really nice. And I think we were just really excited to share it with everybody else. So by the time oh. we like came out of hiding, we were like, let's make a couple TikToks. Oh. Like, let's do challenges. Let's do this. Let's post this. Um, so I think we have a good balance with that though. It's never like, okay, I feel like we need to do this on Wednesday, this on Friday, this, you know, like it's not like that. Right. It's not our job. Like it is my job. Right. But couple content is not our job. We it's not it for like fun. Forced. I was going to yeah. say, That's I nice. feel like that aspect though, if it did become, that would be something for me that I feel like I would get stressed with if it became, because I feel like that's such like a vulnerable part of my it life is, is like yeah. my relationship with my with my boyfriend. And it's so special to me too, because we've been together for almost three years in December, which is crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think sharing that and like constantly, like if it was to become a job with him, I'd be like, oh no. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> and, and not because he's hard to work with, like he's, he would be amazing to work with, but that would just add like a different stress factor. I feel like with like, oh, Monday we have to do this. Tuesday. Right. And then it's like, oh, let's even like, I've heard people say that maybe they're fighting with their partner or something. And then they post a, they have a, to video. a video. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, oh it's God. an ad or something. And I'm like, oh, you have a deadline. Yeah. That would add a different stress factor to a very intimate relationship. You know? Yeah. No, I agree with you. What you said about it being like a special private kind of thing. Cause I'm very picky about even what I share with myself. Um, I like to keep some things like close to the chest, obviously. And yeah. like my relationship is important to me and it's special and I don't want everyone having an opinion on it. Um, but I do think it's like kind of beautiful when you can share too, though, because like with this podcast, like I feel like I was kind of picking and choosing what I wanted to share on Instagram and TikTok. Right. Like like we all do. But I really wanted to make the podcast and I named it Vulnerable so I could like actually be vulnerable with people and like they would get to know my personality, like you said about the podcast. Right. Um, so I think it's really cool to do that in like a longer form content so people can really get to know you. And I had my boyfriend on the podcast too. So it's oh. like, it was cool to kind of like- to watch that episode. I yeah. Know. I was like, it's a good one. one. <laughs> we like announced the relationship like on the podcast and then oh. it was like coming from us and we could tell everyone like how we felt about everything and what's been going on for the past year of hiding. Um, so that part was really cool. That's That's so special because then people can see his personality too. Yeah. And almost get like an emotional connection with him and you as well. Yeah. Versus like, oh, a 20 second TikTok video. You just see someone's face and then it's like, you're done. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But that's one thing I was worried about too, because I was like, people are going to nitpick everything. Like they're going to be like, look at how they're sitting on the couch. They don't even like each other. Like they're just pretending for the cameras. Dude, people (laughs) notice the smallest details too. I'm like, I didn't even see that. (laughs) Or like the green line. Have you seen that? Where uh-huh. like if your lines don't match in a picture with your partner. Oh yeah. I'm like I people would be that. like your 
you're sitting weird and your lines aren't matching. Like, okay. <laughs> like, look at the Do they even language. like each other? <laughs> yeah. Totally. That's totally. Funny. Do you ever post your boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. Um, we actually did a lake photo shoot, which was okay. so, so cute. cute. Oh I'll show you after. Uh, it was really, really cute. Um, but I feel like it took me a minute to actually post. I feel like it was probably a year in that I like started posting him. Okay. I don't post him like all the time, but yeah. you know, on occasion we do cute little, you know, couples pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, cute. totally. Definitely, definitely posts. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we will do what we do best and give some big sis advice. Sweet. Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So for Chell It Like It Is, you guys know I usually have you guys write in and we give advice, but today we're going to do something a little different. And I have the most Googled relationship questions listed here in my note. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like I'm like, what are they? I'm like, what are, yeah. Yeah. So first one, when do you know that a relationship is over? So Oof. if you guys, <laughs> sorry, this might be no, a No, no, you're good. No, 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 you're good. Honestly, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so I guess if like I had a friend that was asking me like, how do I know if it's over? I feel like I would say, well, if you're asking the question on Google, not a good sign. Yep, very true. <laughs> not a good sign. Um, I think if you feel like you're unhappy more of the time than you're happy, then it's time to call it. Yes. Because isn't the whole point of a relationship to have a partner that you feel like lifts you up and makes your life better and enhances things. Like if you were going to feel like shit, you could do that by yourself. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't need like, someone else like adding that into your life. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like the whole point is to be with someone that enhances your life, makes it for the better. Yes. Not that you need someone to complete you, but like just that someone makes your life better. You make theirs better. You grow together and you're enjoying your time together. So I feel like if that's not happening then it should be over. What I do you think, guys think? I think too, sometimes I notice even with like friends and myself, like, oh, I'm waiting for like a sign. Mm. It's like your gut is telling you something. If you're waiting for a sign and you already <laughs> are looking, you're scoping it out and you're like waiting for something to happen, I think you're clocked out. Yeah. I think yeah. you're already clocked out. And it's hard to listen to your gut when your mind and your heart are telling you something different. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard in relationships because your heart and your mind are leading. But sometimes you have to tune in and yeah. listen to your gut, even though it's so hard to make decisions off so of your gut. That's feelings. what I was going to say, because I feel like your intuition is always spot on. It, at least mine is. Even if I don't like I can't confirm what it is. Mm. It's like I, I'm like, I should have listened to it, you know, and I think listen to your body, your mind, especially I feel like for me, um, I always get anxious mm. like and there's always kind of like a circumstance that comes with it, but I'm like, why am I feeling anxious? Like, I don't want to feel anxious. I want to feel secure in the relationship. And I think if you're not feeling secure and if not, if you're not feeling like maybe valued or, um, at the end of the day, you're just not happy. Like yeah. your happiness should come first. And if you're not feeling that, then you should definitely get out, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no, that's great answers for both. Cause I feel like it took me a long time, way older than you guys are right now to figure that out that you have to actually listen to your body because like I've dated so many people where in the beginning it was like, oh my God, I'm so anxious. I don't know why. Like I physically would feel like anxiety, like in my chest, like through, there was this one guy I was dating specifically oh. that I, it was so bad that it was like pressure on my chest, like every day from when I woke up to the end of like the day, like oh it was like God. going through my arm. Oh it was bad. God. And I was like, Bitch, this man is affecting your health. <laughs> yes, physical pain. And yeah. like sometimes too, like I'll get anxious where like I can't eat or something. Yeah. And I'm like, 
why can I not eat? And it's always like when I start like a new relationship or like talking to somebody, mm. especially like if you're like intimate with somebody too, yeah. it's like that that affects you more, I feel like as well. Yeah, you know? that <clears throat> physical situation with me was like what made me call it because I was like, wow. this is actually affecting my health and like how is that good for me? Right. <laughs> like, this man is not good for me. Yes. Um. So yeah, but it is hard to listen to the to your gut, even if you know, even if you knew, like there's a little tiny little voice telling yeah. you in the very beginning, you just push it away and you're like, no, 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 so many other things are good. No, no, no. <laughs> it's no, it's, that's so true. It's so hard seeing, I feel like my friends, like my girlfriends, especially because we are so young, going through like relationship struggles and them having like a lot of doubts and red flags, but they won't listen to your to their gut. Yeah. And I'm like, I encourage them to, but I know it's so hard and it's such a personal decision. Yeah. Where it's like I want to be there to support you, but I also like am rooting on future you. Yeah. Who's not with that man. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> when it's not a good relationship for you. I you do. Know? Oh. Yeah. I wish I could tell my younger self, like as far as dating goes, like to chill out. Cause I feel like I just took it so seriously and I was just like. I'm just not a casual person when it comes to dating people, Me yes, which is fine. And I knew that about myself and I was fine with it. But it was like, I think when I was 21, it's like, all right, you can chill out. Like, you don't need to be like so serious. Like, is this one my husband? Is this one my husband? Like, <laughs> I, none of them were. So, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's hard because I can relate to that because I'm like, okay, if I don't see a future with them, like I'm wasting my time, right. you know? So then I'm like, okay, I might as well cut it off now, right? Yeah. But I feel like that's the hardest part is like actually going through with that because there's, you know, feelings involved. And yeah. Like I just wish I was a little bit more like, this is supposed to be fun. Like you're 21. Like it's, <laughs> it's fun right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was a good one. Okay. Next question that is most Googled. Is it normal to have doubts in your relationship? Who? <laughs> I actually don't know the answer to this. I don't know the answer to that either. Because I feel like maybe just where I'm at right now and like everyone in my life that's already been married or is getting married or is engaged, whatever. I feel like I've heard a lot of people say the whole cliche, like when you know, you know, like when I met my husband, it was just different. Like I felt totally different. I have absolutely right. not a single doubt in the world that he's my husband forever. Obviously, I'm not married or engaged. So like I don't think I've felt that ever. Um, like so sure about anything, but it's like I'm also a very analytical person who like dissects everything in my life. So it's like my relationship is not any different in that way. Like I can always find something to think about like right. doubt wise. Yes. Or overthink. Um, yeah, yeah. To overthink. So it's just like I don't know if it's just certain people that just don't have doubts about things in general more so or if it's like completely not normal to have doubts in a relationship. No, I think it's a personal thing. Like a personality I thing. think it might be a personality thing. I feel like I'm a very optimistic person. There are some things that stress me out for sure. I feel like my relationship is not one of them though. Oh, that's good. I'm like, <laughs> that's I, what I you think, want. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I think that that's something in my life that stays very consistent and that I can see having a very like long lasting fruitful future. And that's something that also like brings me peace as well. But I think my my partner and I were very good at communicating how we feel. Like I feel like if we were to ever have doubts, we would probably communicate that together. Mm. Um, that hasn't come up yet um, or hopefully not in the future. I yeah. feel like I'm very, you know, sure <laughs> on him. And I really, ever since I met him, I knew that there was something different about him. And I know that you said that, but I feel like in, you know, high school, I never really liked dating guys because they were all about one thing, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like they were all just, there was no emotional yeah. part yeah. of that. And I feel like when I met my boyfriend now, 
there was so much like emotional and mental connection that I just it was so different from the start. Yeah. And that's why I feel like I don't have a lot of uh, really any doubts right now. Right. So Yeah. I feel like for me it's different obviously cuz yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm single now, but like <laughs> I'm a very skeptical person me going too. into relationships. So I'm always like, mm, like, you know, it's the same thing with you. Like I'm like a hundred percent overthinker. So I will always like overthink about literally anything. Um, so I think that's always like a constant battle in my mind, but it's also like what is overthinking and then what is like an actual red flag. So sometimes I battle the two and I always have to come to Kenzie and I'm like, okay, like actually verbalizing verbalizing it to her and talking to her she's like okay yeah that is a red flag i'm like okay it's like it's confirmed i'm not overthinking um but i feel like it's hard to not have doubts especially maybe in the beginning just because like you don't know the person yeah and i feel like that's definitely normal because it's like it's okay to have your guard up um but also it's okay to allow yourself to like you know catch feelings for somebody and like don't be afraid of that because i feel like that's something that maybe I can be scared of too, you know? Yeah. Maybe in the beginning, it's normal to have doubts because you're yeah. still building trust, like learning how this person works, like right. just figuring each other out in general. But I feel like if the doubts increase as the relationship goes on, that's probably an issue. They the should decrease flag, yeah. as the relationship sure. goes yes. I think that's yeah. 100%. Because yeah. when you said that, it brought me back to my younger self when I first met my partner. And I think like the first three months, also I was really young when I met him too. So I think... When I first met him, there was a part in my mind where I was like, I don't want to tell somebody about my life. <laughs> like, I don't want to open yeah. up. And because I feel like we have some trust issues with like friendships and like just allowing people into your life that maybe it ends up in, you know, people gossiping about you or like saying something like for us, you know, anything about like our family or anything like that where it's very personal. It takes a lot for me to want to trust somebody yeah. and tell them certain parts of my life that maybe were like traumatic or you know, things that are, I've been through. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it was very hard to get to that point emotionally and wanting to communicate that with my partner. But once I got there, it was like I got over that leap. Yeah. Right. But that was some doubts that I maybe had was like, should I trust this person? Yeah. And that's hard to kind of get over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, trust yeah. is hard. Okay. So I think our answer <laughs> is doubts at the beginning are normal. Doubts later on aren't. aren't. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay. And then this last one says, is jealousy healthy in a relationship? No. No. We got a hard Uh, no over here. I feel like, (laughs) I feel like no. Um, I think if they're like maybe a small jealousy, but if they're projecting their insecurities on you, that can get so toxic quickly. And I feel like that is not like, I I would never want to be in a relationship like that. And and like vice versa. Like, I don't want to like project my insecurities on them. Like even maybe if there is a slight thought, that's something that maybe I should deal with kind of like on my own a little bit and right. like work internally on that. Yeah. That's, I, I don't know. That's kind of my view. Yeah. I think that's almost a little bit of an extreme jealousy though. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. I totally a hundred percent agree with that. However, on a smaller note, I feel like a little bit of jealousy is okay. Yeah. Like I feel like if, hmm, I'm like, would I call that jealousy though? Or like not protectiveness, but just like security in your relationship. Like I actually don't know. Maybe not. The word healthy is what's throwing me off. Jealousy healthy? Mm. (laughs) Is it normal to a small extent? Exactly. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like I think if you love someone, I think it's normal to feel a little bit jealous if something happens. Right. Not like 
in a toxic way to the extent of like he talked to one girl and now you're freaking out like <laughs> right. that's not healthy yeah but i think like a small hint of like you don't want to be with someone who just like you could do whatever and they could care less like right <laughs> you, you want them to actually care about yeah, you yes. like care um care enough but in a somewhat healthy way yeah not uh what's the word i'm looking for like overprotective reactionary yes yes yes, yes. And sometimes yeah. i think too because we've had even like in friendships some people don't want to see you thrive. And I feel like that's where I was coming from. Like, if they don't want to see you thrive and like doing good things in your life and then they're just like, oh, well, like I'm not doing that. Right. I'm like, well, everyone's success looks different. Like just because like, you know, I'm doing something doesn't mean you're not doing something great either. Yeah. It just looks different, you know? That is a good point because sometimes there's like weird, toxic, like frenemies right. that are competing yeah. with you but pretending to be a cheerleader. And it's like, <laughs> no, you actually hate me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've dealt with that too. Mm. Um, and I think also I, I was talking about – I mean, I think this question is talking about like jealousy with other people and right. your partner. Yeah. But I think sometimes like I've dated some guys that I feel like have been competitive with me in the relationship. Mm. And it's like we are supposed to be like if you're winning, I'm winning. Like we should both be yeah. cheering each other on. Like you should be happy that I'm successful. And some people that are insecure – can't handle that when their partner is more successful than them. Right. And so then it like creates this weird jealousy inside the relationship. That's yeah. not healthy. Yeah, it should be <laughs> like a, they a wanna, building each other up. Exactly. Yeah. They want to like almost keep you in like a little bubble yes. where it's like you're with them. Yeah. And that's where they're safe at. But you have to get out of your comfort zone to grow. Yeah. So that's that's hard if that's where the jealousy is coming from. Yeah. For sure. It's like that dim your light situation. It's like they want to dim your light or like you can't be as bright as you need to be with them. Right. right. I think yeah. I think jealousy on a very small scale is not toxic. Right. Yeah. But I think it can get there very quickly and it can escalate fast. Yeah, so for sure. <clears throat> yeah. I saw this TikTok yesterday where this guy, I think he was like on a college campus, was going around asking people like, What's one toxic thing that you love in a relationship? Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I literally showed morning. Mackenzie this morning. That's so, <laughs> so funny. funny. And this girl was like, I love when my guy's super jealous. I'm like, do you guys not like peace? Like, what is I going on? I was like, I could never. I was like, I would rather be alone. <laughs> that girl was like, I like when he chokes me out when he's mad. I'm like, that's, oh, that's abuse. No, some, abuse. Of them, some of them were scary. I was like, y'all yeah. like that? Like some guy was like, he's like, oh, I love when my girl cuts up my shoes. It's just like, I know that's toxic, <laughs> but like, it just like gives me joy. And she actually cares about me in some weird way. And I was like, oh. Like, they all need to nice. seek therapy immediately. I know. Could I, I, that I was like, who did they pick? Like, they picked the worst people to ask. But he asked like 30 of them. I was like, wait, everyone on this campus, is this a like a toxic wild. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. That's so funny. <laughs> um, okay. Amazing. I feel like we nailed that advice, honestly. Um, my final question for all my guests is, is there anything you want to be vulnerable about? <sighs> who wants to go first? No. I'm like, <laughs> do you want to go first? I'm like gathering my thoughts right now same um hmm. i feel like my main advice would probably be listening to kind of what we talked about earlier but like listening to your gut listening to your intuition because she is always right hmm. and um listening to your body i feel like I, that's something that i really want to be better at and something that i i do do <laughs> but yeah that sounds weird but like i think listen to it sooner, you know, because it's, I feel like it's never wrong. And when you're anxious in relationships, you, you know, that it's not good for you. Yeah. So I feel like that's something that I'm kind of like learning and going through. Yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. Go ahead. 
did you feel like that in your past relationship? Like, is that why it ended? Like you, you were feeling like your gut was telling you it wasn't right? Yes. Um, I feel like that's happened to me in multiple relationships and it's usually like, I'll get to know them for a little bit. And then I sometimes am in it for a little bit too, like longer than I should be. Mm. And then I get anxious about like, okay, like, do I need to end it? And I think my most recent one, I was just like, yeah, like there was something in my gut telling me um, that it was off and, you know, there were a few things, but yeah, I think that's the intuition's never wrong. So yeah, yeah. no, it's hard though. It's like, it is. Cause there's no like confirmation that I'm like, okay, I need a like specific scenario where like he's done this or whatever. And right. then like, okay, time to dip, you know? Like, yeah. I will say like anytime I have ended things with anyone, like, yeah, there's that little tiny voice. That's kind of like, is this the right thing? Am I going to regret this? I have never regretted it. None of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like it's always like if you ever have that gut feeling like you're right. And yeah. I not once in my 31 years now have ever thought like, oh, like I should have really kept that one. Like, no, I was right. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're thinking about ending it, it's like, okay, you you know it's time yeah. for it to be over. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, that was yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> I think – I mean, mine, I might go on a little bit of a different tangent. Okay. Um, I think – Something that I want to be vulnerable about is don't be the person to dim your own light. Mm. Because I think that my younger self, not that I didn't know. I think everyone, no one knows what their future looks like. But I also never imagined the things that we're doing now as an actual possibility. And I think that I held myself back a lot because I didn't see myself winning. Mm. Like I didn't see myself in like a way of, oh, I can leave Arizona and like I can, you know, do things that are out of my comfort zone. And yeah. I think even like Malia and I have been talking for years about moving to LA and we love being close to our family. I mean, like my boyfriend lives in Arizona and I feel like we have a whole life there, but I also feel like me being comfortable there is the reason that I want to stay there. And I know that we'll grow even if it's for a short amount of time, if right. we if we move. Or even like the first jump of even posting our first TikTok, I think that was really scary. And posting like consistently was still scary because I didn't want people to make fun of me. But I would have really regretted if I didn't let myself do that. So yeah. I think not putting yourself down and like lowering your expectations of yourself is so, it's so easy to get there, but it's not a good place to be at. Yeah, that just gave me chills when you said that about... Um, <laughs> that you didn't see yourself winning. I just feel like everything you just said is advice that I can take myself because I've always been a person that like saw myself doing big things and like some people don't have the courage to leave places that they're comfortable or like right. step out of their comfort zone and do something big, go on a TV show, move out of their hometown, like right. whatever else. But I always like believed in myself probably more than most people do and like chances that most people are willing to take. But there is still a cap there that – I haven't broken through yet, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, there is still a part of me that's very hypercritical on myself. And I know that I could do bigger things if I, like, stopped thinking there was a limit. I'm right that's there with so you. Yeah. I'm like, that's I'm right so there with you. I think even, like, three months ago, 
Yeah. There's just so much that's happened in the past three months that I just would have never imagined for ourselves. And I'm yeah. sure you could even think about like before The Bachelor, like being on a TV show. Right. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's you never just like as a kid, you're not like, I'm going to grow up and be on The Bachelor. Like, that's not well, just I something. I did think I was going to grow up and be on America's Next Top Model. Okay. <laughs> so you got it. You got it then. <laughs> Different reality show. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to be besties with Tyra Vick. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go on that one. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh no, gosh. but that's just good advice for everyone that's listening because it's just like we are putting limits on ourselves for yeah. no reason and I think you guys should move to LA you're so young like you have so much you could do and even if it is just for a year like you could do a year in LA you could do a year in New York like and I'm like why yeah. do I like it here yeah Ooh, I, know. I was like <laughs> we've been here time. for like two days yeah <laughs> Amazing. Oh my God, you guys are so great. Thank you. Thank you so much for having having us. Seriously, I'm like, yay. Tell everyone where they can find you on socials. Yes. Yes. Um, We are Mackenzie Malia on TikTok and uh, my Instagram is Malia Alexis with an underscore. My Instagram is Kenzie Grace with an underscore. And our podcast is Big Sis Energy on Spotify and on Apple Podcast and on YouTube. It's Mackenzie Malia, but also Big Sis Energy. So yeah, that's, that's where to find us. Thank you guys. I'm Thank so you so excited to watch us. you guys grow and see the podcast and how oh, it does. Thank you. Um, you guys can watch this episode at Vulnerable Pod on YouTube. You can find me at Chelsea Vaughn on Instagram. And that's it. We'll see you guys next episode. Bye.